the message I have entitled today is Let Freedom Ring. And that expression uh, reminds us, obviously, of a very famous speech uh, given by Martin Luther King Jr. on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial um, as he uh, addressed the crowd. And he gave his most famous and iconic speech in which he said, Let Freedom Ring. But that idea actually goes back in many, many years because in, in many years past, bells have rung throughout the United States on the 4th of July. And this annual Independence Day celebration in towns and cities throughout our nation serves to remind us of the sacrifices, the character, the ideas and the ideals and the faith that have gone into making of our national history. And the sound of these bells calls us back to that meaningful day, July 4th, 1776, when our nation was officially born. Those of us in the Christian tradition look back even further to such events in biblical history as when the Lord spoke through Moses in Leviticus 25.10 when he said, proclaim liberty throughout all the land to, its, to all of its inhabitants. But if you've been paying attention to the news, you've probably found reasons to be afraid lately. Our nation and our world is in great turmoil. Freedoms and liberties we once enjoyed are contested now because of the destruction an invisible virus has done to our world. And as of this week, the United States has 2.8 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. Over a half million people worldwide have died from this disease. And this has made some people afraid to go out in public, afraid to go to church, afraid to go to the grocery store. Now, there's good fear and there's bad fear. And there are things that we should have a healthy fear of. One of the fears is, in Scripture, the fear of the Lord. Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's reverence. That's holy awe. That's the kind of fear we need more of in our life. Yet we face all kinds of reasons to be afraid based on world events. We want to look at how we, have, how we can have freedom from the bad kind of fear, how God's freedom can ring in our ears, even in the most turbulent of situations. So we look to the Bible. We see the very first people on the planet dealt with fear. Genesis 3.10 it says, and Adam said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Adam and Eve had just sinned against God. Then God came walking in the garden as he regularly did. But this time when they heard him coming, they hid because they were afraid of their own sinfulness. And this shows us an important point. And that point is this, fear will separate you from the freedom of God's truth. Fear will separate you from the freedom of God's truth. Fear will drive a wedge between you and God. Fear is based on a feeling. Fear makes you feel afraid of something. It emphasizes your feelings. It focuses on your negative feelings especially. And it drives you to think that your feelings are facts. Many people let their feelings guide them. They let their feelings make decisions for them, and it gets them into a lot of trouble. Some days, 
you can do everything right and the enemy still attacks you and says, you're not really saved. Now, you know you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know you've repented of your sins. You know all of the times that God has proven his presence in your life. But if you go by your feelings, you'll, let the, you'll allow the devil to separate you from the fact of God's truth. Don't give in to fear. Don't believe its lies. Don't let it separate you from the fact that you are who God says you are. In Deuteronomy 5, 1 through 5, it says this. And Moses summoned all Israel and he said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the rules that I speak in your hearing today, and you shall learn them and be careful to do them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. Not with our fathers did the Lord make this covenant, but with us, who are, who are all of us here alive today. The Lord spoke with you face to face at the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, while I stood between you and the Lord at that time to declare the word of the Lord. For you were afraid because of the fire and you did not go up into the mountain. From this passage, we see a second point, that fear paralyzes your freedoms. Fear paralyzes your freedoms. I saw a movie once where the lead character had agoraphobia, and that's the fear of large spaces. And because of this, she would never leave her apartment. She had suffered a traumatic event that had so scarred her, she was terrified to leave her home. That's what fear does. It traps you into a cycle of keeping you from doing anything. If I asked some of you to share your faith with someone that you met, a neighbor, a waiter, a waitress, a friend, many Christians would be paralyzed with fear to do such a thing. They would probably come up with many excuses. I don't know enough of the Bible. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to lead someone to Jesus. But the truth is that you do know enough. The enemy just convinces you of a lie, fills you with fear, and gets Christians to keep their faith to themselves. Some Christians desire to go deeper with the Lord to be filled with the Spirit, to be empowered with spiritual gifts, but the enemy fills them with fear over it. What if it doesn't happen to me? What if everybody looks at me? What if I can't control it? What if, what if, what if? The devil will try to convince you of any lie he can to keep you from being obedient in sharing your faith and going deeper with God. He will instill any fear he can to paralyze you, to prevent you from spiritual growth and the impact of your spiritual growth on other people. The devil doesn't want you to be free. He wants you to be controlled by fear. Matthew 8, verses 23 through 26, it says, And when Jesus got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, 
Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? That shows us the third point this morning, that Scripture tells us fear is faith in the enemy. Fear is faith in the enemy. Fear is faith in the waves. Fear is faith in the storms. Instead of faith in the God who has the power over the enemy, power over the waves, and power over the storms. When we let ourselves be ruled by fear, we're demonstrating more faith in the enemy than we are in Jesus. Fear is letting the enemy have the last word over our finances, over our health, over our family, over our own lives. Yet we hear Paul's warning to us again in Galatians 5.1, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So Paul is saying to us, don't let yourself be shackled with the weight of anything that removes the freedom we have in Jesus Christ. Don't let the devil have the last word over your life. The cross has the final word. Because of the cross, I am redeemed. I've been set free from a life of slavery to sin and death. Because of the cross, I'm forgiven. Because of the cross, I'm a saint, not a sinner. Because of the cross, I am justified. That God looks at me just as if I had never sinned. Because of the cross, I have no reason to be afraid. As Paul said in Romans 8.31, If God is for us, who can be against us? And I'd like to rephrase Paul's statement to say, since God is for us, who can be against us? Fear does not originate from the Father. Fear has its origin in the enemy. 2 Timothy 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and of self-control. So God doesn't want you to live your life imprisoned by the fears of what if. He wants you to break free from fear and walk in the freedom that was purchased for us by Jesus Christ. 1 John 4.18 reminds us there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. So what does this scripture tell us? Number four, love casts out fear. Love casts out fear. If you have a revelation of God's unfailing, amazing, and overwhelming love, you will not be afraid of anything that comes your way. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter what the IRS says. It doesn't matter what a wayward spouse says. It doesn't matter what the devil says. God's perfect love drives away all fear. You can face the future without fear, regardless of circumstances, regardless of what life throws your way. You can face the future without fear because God is for us. Who can be against us? Sometimes 
even Christians, can give us bad advice that causes fear to rise up in our hearts. And when someone gives you advice or gives you their opinion, it needs to line up with the Word of God. Don't give in to fear. Don't focus on circumstances. Don't give in to some bad advice when you know God has spoken a different word. God has proven over and over again that we have victory in Jesus. Since God is for us, who can be against us? And ask our worship team to come on up. Fear tries to convince us that God won't have the last word. Fear tries to have the last word. Fear tells us that God has abandoned us, that God is ignoring us, that God has better things to do than deal with our messes, that God doesn't care enough about us to do anything about our problems. Fear wants to have the last word. But here is the truth. God always has the last word. We may be in the fight of our lives with our health, with emotional pain, or with all sorts of issues. We may feel like God is a million miles away and he's turned his back on us. But those are feelings and not facts. The fact is written in Psalm 27, verses 1 and 3. And it says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. Our complete trust in God can give you that kind of confidence. So don't let the enemy have the last word. Don't let your hearts and minds be ruled by fear. Break free from its grip in your life. Remember what the Bible says on this very issue. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Don't dwell on what fear says about God. Dwell on what the Word of God says about fear, and you will be able to break free from its power. If you're dealing with fear in your life and you want to break free from it, I want you to let this song resonate in your spirit. And I hope that you sing it all week long. Freedom reigns in this place. Freedom reigns in this place. Wherever you are that you're watching this, freedom reigns. If Christ is in you, then Christ is for you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Let his freedom ring in your hearts and your minds this week. Worship with this church family.